It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Good morning, everybody, and once again, here it is, Monday morning. And once again, yours truly, Dick Bouchard, is back with you to share with you little things that I've managed to pick up off the Internet mostly because if I was using the local newspapers um, or NBC, ABC, CBS for my sources, then you would be listening to an entirely different program. However, that's not where I get my things from. As you well know, if you're a regular listener. So, here it is again Monday morning. Last Monday, I was just barely percolating. Um, didn't feel well Monday. Right after the program, I took sick. Um, in any event, um, I've managed to come through the week with uh, not much problem. I mean, I took sick. You know what happened? Um, like my mother used to say, Thelma... Richard, you've got the grip. And that's probably what I had. Um, Nancy was so concerned, she ran out and got me one of those COVID testing kits. And I tested uh, that I didn't have COVID. Um, but I was sick for about 24 hours. So was is there still such a thing as a 24-hour flu? I don't think so. But whatever I had, it went away. And I've got some terrific news to share with you. You may recall I mentioned um, I went to New Hampshire on April the 29th. And I don't know what I did up there at the Deerfield Fairgrounds. But I did something because I injured my heel. And I talked to Jeff Gamash about it. And, you know, Dr. Gamash said, you've got a heel spur, <laughs> Richard. And... I guess so, because I was just barely able to walk. And um, I got referred to a doctor um, up the street here that uh, many of you might be familiar with. And um, I uh, was thrilled because I happened to know somebody to get my appointment for August 4th moved up to um, last Monday. Wow. I'm just uh, so happy about that. And uh, I'm going to tell you a little more about that in a little bit. I think i got to get on to the program here because before long, uh, it'll be time for our first break, and I haven't given you any news. So let's take my glasses off because these are driving glasses. And driving glasses don't work very well when I'm reading. So let's talk about just because I have no use for the flu or COVID-19 vaccines, as you may have heard me say time and time again, that doesn't mean that the vaccine didn't do some good for some at-risk people. When you look at the entire globe, for example, remember, we live on the planet Earth. Third from the sun. The COVID vaccines that were rushed to the public by none other than a guy by the name of Donald Trump may have actually saved 20 million lives worldwide in their first year of availability. Now, I found this story in the New York Post, who reported on Friday that one million in the United States died from COVID in the first year. But the source of the information, the WHO claims, that without the vaccine, the losses could have been three times higher. Whoa. New York City, for example, lost 40,000 lives due to COVID. But the worldwide numbers include countries where lifestyles, health, and sanitation may never equal that here in the U.S., 
In the year after the vaccine was first introduced in December 2020, remember Trump was still in office, more than 4.3 billion people on this earth received an inoculation, reportedly saving 20 million lives. This is according to research published last Thursday in the journal entitled Lasset Infectious Diseases. The World Health Organization claims it's too bad its goal of 40% vaccination coverage by the end of 2021 in low-income countries wasn't bet because they speculate an additional 600,000 lives might have been spared. Now, more than 6.3 million people have died from the coronavirus, including 1.9 million here in America. This is according to Our World in Data. Over 40,000 New York City residents died from the virus, according to New York health officials. The researchers study data from all but 10 of the world's 195 countries and found that vaccines prevented a total of 19.8 million total deaths, including 4.2 million deaths in India. On the other hand, 1 million people in Brazil were spared death from the virus thanks to the vaccines, as were more than a half million people in both France and the UK, said the researchers. The study found that 14.4 million deaths were averted when only accounting for reported COVID-19 deaths. But the number of lives spared grew considerably to the figure of 20 million when scientists accounted for deaths that were likely tied to the virus. What we refer to in this situation as underlying conditions. In other words, they weren't healthy to begin with. It's estimated 4.3 billion people on the planet got a COVID shot during its first year of availability. Now, it took me a while to put that story together. I used mainly the New York Post. By the way, 7.9 billion currently inhabit the Earth, according to Google. So, essentially, about half the people on the planet got a COVID shot. Did you know that? I keep trying to bring you an update on the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Now, if you read today's Winsocket Call, you'll get a sample of what the mainstream media is telling you about the war. The feisty Ukrainians, however, continue to fight and to take back territory from Russian forces. Though outnumbered, Ukraine has better quality soldiers than the Russians do and better leadership. Russian ineptitude has worked in the Ukraine's favor, according to unnamed officials and analysts. It seems Russia has failed to coordinate its military assault on the ground, air, and artillery forces. I would have thought they would have been able to fight an integrated fight much better than they did. Colin Smith of the RAND Corporation said, Russian command and control has, quote, been dismal. Well, Ukraine competence and Russia's lack of it have had steep costs for Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I like to use Putin. <laughs> I learned to, to repronounce Putin, Putin, thanks to Mark Levin. Now, thousands of Russian soldiers have been killed over about four months of fighting. Tens of thousands more have been wounded. You rarely read about it in the paper. More than a thousand Russian tanks have been destroyed. Or heavily damaged, along with 1,700 armored personnel carriers and 400 artillery pieces. They haven't really recovered from the initial intelligence failure of going into Ukraine in the first place, said Smith. They thought parts of the Ukraine would welcome them with open arms. Instead, they ran into the fight that they were not prepared to fight. But Ukrainian losses have been steep also. Army General Mark Milley, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, last week said in Brussels, reports of the Ukraine losing 100 troops per day 
and hundreds more are probably more accurate. Can we trust Milley? I don't know. Late word, the two missiles have struck the Ukrainian capital of Kiev. It's the first time Russian weapons have hit inside the well-defended capital city of Kiev since June the 5th. The Russian missiles struck two residential buildings. My sources, USA Today and Breitbart. Soccer! Are you one of the college graduates who actually paid off your student loan? Then you probably are in that category of sucker. You may not be too happy to learn that the Biden-Harris U.S. Department of Education has agreed to cancel the student loans of around 200,000 people who had brought a class action suit against the USD of E, an agency I think should have been shut down years ago. The former students claimed they were stuck with federal debts by schools that they had found to engage in misconduct. The Trump administration had said, no, you signed, you pay. But the Biden administration said, hey, I'm here to help. So they've agreed to deliver $6 billion of your tax dollars of automatic relief to approximately 200,000 people who signed contracts. And the DOE believes that that will resolve plaintiff claims in a manner that's fair and equitable for all parties. Well, good for you, Joe. You pay off somebody else's debt and take a bow for it. My source, CNBC. This is the Upfront Program. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard. Thank you very much for tuning in. I'm glad to have you with us. Kind of got a, I think it's maybe allergies. What do you think? You think it might be allergies that are setting in, kind of having an effect on my voice this morning. Lifetime Weight Loss LLC, located at 250 Eddie Dowling Highway in North Smithfield. Ask yourself, Rhode Island, are you looking to achieve the weight loss results you want and deserve? Are you looking for a structured program that can put an end to constant dieting? If you answered yes, then call 401-375-40. They offer a sensible, supervised, medically developed weight loss program with over 10 years of success. Learn to sustain weight loss for life and maintain muscle while burning fat. Lasting results resets your metabolism. Lose an average of two to six pounds per week if you make a commitment to losing weight and developing smart lifestyle choices. Lifetime Weight Loss LLC will teach you how to achieve these goals. Call 401-300-7540 or visit them online at LifetimeWeightLossLLC.com. Well, here's a question for you from Vern Rainville. Do you have frozen pipes or ice dams causing some damage to your home last winter? Well, this is probably covered by insurance. And did you know that you have two years to file a claim? Call Vern Rainville, the local adjuster that represents you, not the insurance company. Vern is a licensed public adjuster by the state of Rhode Island and will work for you to initiate a claim. You can call Vern Rainville Today at 484-384-95 for a free, no-obligation, in-home consultation. All calls are returned in less than 24 hours. Kayer Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick. Socket and Warwick, 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And the panel on Monday mornings are yours truly, Dick Bouchard, and our listeners. Anybody caring to comment on what I've had to say so far is welcome to call. And again, you heard the phone numbers 766-1380. Out of town, 
and you're going to be out of state, 1-800-949-9674. Now, I told you I've been to uh, various doctors and uh, clinics and what have you recently, mainly uh, due to my heel spur and uh, actually had a dental issue and so on. Um, one of the things that kind of irritated me when I was at uh, the, was it the Oak Street uh, Health Center up the street, is that they were sort of asking me questions about voting. And since when do you go to get medical treatment and are intimidated about voting? Well, since recently, it seems in the midst of a labor crisis, the U.S. Department of Labor boasted that it was turning 2,300 American job centers previously focused on helping displaced workers find jobs into hubs of political activism. These newly federally funded voter registration agencies were given guidance about how to bring in organizations to conduct what they call voter outreach. Have you been noticing when you go to the doctor and they, they give you like six pages to fill in and you're suddenly asked about, uh, is it okay to send you a mail ballot and things of that nature? Are you serious? The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, likewise, have announced plans to turn community health centers, like I just told you about, into voter registration agencies, using thousands of health care facilities to focus on voter registration and turnout. Oh, we're not done. The Housing and Urban Development Department, better known to you as HUD, sent notices to public housing authorities that they should begin, as if they haven't already, road voter registration drives and participation activities. Previously, officials had been barred from electoral activities because they received federal funding. I'll never forget when I first went to work for the city of Woonsocket and then for the state of Rhode Island. I was reminded over and over again about the Hatch Act because half of my pay came from the federal government. It is presumed residents of public housing might dis a proportionately vote Democrat. So the executive order targets people receiving government benefits who might think their benefits depend on one party being in power. Stuart Whitson, the legal director for the Foundation for Government Accountability, told the Daily Signal, how about the Department of Education sending dear colleague letters to Universities telling them that federal work-study funds could now be used to support voter registration activities. This is contrary now to previously sent out guidance. The change was made without having gone through any rulemaking process whatsoever to allow the change. Want to hear more? The U.S. Department of Agriculture said, it is using its child nutrition programs to push voter registration and enlisting state, local, and federally funded employees to implement voter registration drives in schools, public schools, not Catholic schools. <laughs> and finally, the Commerce Department. Guess who runs the Commerce Department? Oh, yeah. You remember former Governor Gina Raimondo? Well, her department has produced a massive 113-page report, which likely took four agency officials many hours to generate. What it does is it directs local voting board members about polling stations and poll worker training. That'll go, Gina. Carry on what you learned from your Secretary of State. 
Oh, I'm telling you. Um, it gets worse by the day. Well, the 6-3 to three decision by the U.S. Supreme Court last week, striking down the tough New York state law that restricted open gun carry, is now expected to allow more people to legally carry guns on the streets of the nation's largest cities. I bet you didn't pick up on that implication. That includes New York, Los Angeles, and Boston, and elsewhere. You see, one quarter of the U.S. population lives in states, including Rhode Island, that are expected to be affected by this Supreme Court ruling. It's the high court's first major gun decision in more than a decade. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote, the Second and Fourteenth Amendments protect an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home, period. It's pretty clear. You don't have to be a college student or a lawyer to understand that. I'll repeat it. Justice Clarence Thomas wrote this for anybody who understands English. The Second and Fourteenth Amendments protect an individual's right to carry a handgun for self-defense outside the home. And that is the end of that. Did you know that Katie Britt, supported by Donald Trump, beat Senator Mo Brooks, who originally had Donald Trump's endorsement until last March, when he yanked his support of Brooks, who opposed Trump's concerns about the ballot counting in Georgia in favor of Britt. She won the runoff primary and was the winner in all 67 counties. Her margin of victory was 30 points last week. Now, when Trump supported candidates win, you never seem to get to hear about it. Except here, of course. She is going to be on the ballot in November, and I will personally be watching to see how she makes out just for you. By the way, <laughs> I know this is going to shock you. My source for this story was the New York Times. All the news that's fit to print. All right, somebody is brave enough to want to talk to us. Hi, you're next on NRI. Good morning. Hi, I, I've got a public announcement. To Go make, ahead. Okay? I'm listening. For all you criminals out there, look in the mirror and say to yourself, these guys got gun now. Do you really want to chance it? We might defend ourselves now. Don't do it. Don't do it. Look what I got here, Smith & Weston. <laughs> Don't do it. I'll bet you the crime rate drops significantly in the next few months. And then what are the Democrats going to say? Oh, no. You mean more guns made it peaceful? Uh, it's worked every time it's been tried. Mm-hmm. Thanks for calling, as usual. And I appreciate your listenership. He's right. You know, and the thing is, nobody is explaining it, I think, as clearly as our caller just did and as I just did. I mean, this is a major decision by the U.S. Supreme Court. And everybody's talking about Roe versus Wade uh, here in New England. There's absolutely no changes to anything here in New England as a result of our uh, VW, nothing. I mean, we've already got the worst abortion laws in the nation right here. We're a little tiny California here. But um, nobody wants to talk about the biggest decision they made, which said, hey, uh, New York was wrong with their crazy gun laws. And Clarence Thomas, as I just told you, uh, clearly defined it for you. You're next on NRI. Go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Hello. Go. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Um, I think that one of the things that should be talked about more relative to this uh, abortion ruling yes. is the methods that are used to dismember a child. Because I used to be a pro-choice, um, never up to the ninth month. Mm -hmm. But when I heard descriptions of how these things are done, and I think the Democrats in this state have to acknowledge that they are in favor of pulling limbs 
and brains out of babies when they can feel pain and when they have a heartbeat. I think it's disgraceful. Thank you. I completely agree with you, and I appreciate your call. Thank you for listening. All right, she's right. And uh, I just read uh, that doctors say, yes, the, the babies feel the pain. They uh, can easily see it when they, when they watch as they can these days uh, during the procedure that when the uh, abortion doctors reach in there and grab um, the unborn child who's living with a heartbeat, um, they immediately move and get away from the forceps and tools that um, the cat lady was just mentioning. Isn't this disgusting? I mean, I hate to even talk about it, but thank you as a woman for bringing it up. Did you know that Donald Trump held another rally Saturday night in Michigan? Of course you didn't know, unless you are tuned in here to the Upfront program this morning. Yes, he did. Oh, only about 25,000 people showed up. Uh, by the way, in order to be sitting there, you would have to have been in line at 8 o'clock in the morning and gone through the Secret Service, of course, because former president is there. They put you through horrendous security clearance. And then once you finally get your seat and you're in the middle of a cornfield in Michigan, you cannot leave. You know how it is. Once you've cleared security, you are unable to... What if I got to go to the bathroom? Tough. Wear a diaper. I mean, so this is things that you do not know. But here is what most of us already know. That Chicago has turned into a total bedlam under Democratic leadership of Mayor Lightfoot. So said Donald Trump. Trump also told the huge crowd that the United States is no longer a great nation in the eyes of the world and is now considered to be a great joke. Holding no punches, Trump took deserved credit for finally getting the Supreme Court to correct the most major mistake they made 30 years ago, the wrong decision on Roe versus Wade. He also has a new name for fake news. Trump now calls some of the crap we're being fed by the mainstream media, corrupt news. Works for me. He also called for an investigation into organized and concentrated efforts to intimidate Supreme Court justices. I thought that was against the law. He called the decision by SCOTUS to overturn Roe versus Wade the answer to the prayers of millions and millions of people, particularly Catholics. My sources, various, mainly uh, Breitbart.com. Well, in checking over the Internet this morning, um, there's a national news story, and it stems from Rhode Island. And it's all about 35-year-old candidate for the Rhode Island Senate, Jean Lugo, who also is a male police officer, who assaulted his female opponent, Jennifer Rook, a pro-choice advocate, with a punch in the face over the weekend, the action making national news. Why? Well, because the assault reportedly involved the Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe versus Wade during a protest in Providence. Now, the assault was caught on camera. You might have seen it. Rock said afterward, this is what it's like for a black woman running for office in Rhode Island. Afterwards, Lugo announced he was withdrawing from running against the woman for the Senate here in Rhode Island. Oh, what an awful story. Talking about awful stories, I, I managed to uh, slim this down into one sentence and then you digest it. Gay men reported to have stripped naked during the Gray Pride Parade in Portland, Oregon, Last week, in celebration of Gay Pride Month, and he did, they did this in front of children. End of that story. Isn't that disgusting? Oh, no? Well, you're all, you're, you got a Gay Pride banner floating in, 
front of your house. Oh, okay. Well, how do you like that story? Did you know that if you work for Dick's Sporting Goods over here at Gillette Stadium, the company is offering you $1,000 if you choose to get an abortion rather than going full term with your baby. Isn't that sweet? Seriously? Talk about being woke. The offer is good only in states, however, that do not allow abortions like Rhode Island and Massachusetts do. I also just learned that Amazon, NBC, Disney, Goldman Sachs, J.P. Morgan, Chase, MasterCard, Netflix, Nike, Starbucks, Telsa, Uber, Zillow, and Citigroup all have similar policies in place for its female employees. How sweet. Those woke companies remain silent on if they'll give a $4,000 bonus to do women who decide, hey, I want to keep my baby. My source, PJ Media. Dot com. Are you glad you tuned in so far? Well, I hope so. Alabama's Republican Party has declared a tie in the primary race for a state Senate seat. And now they say the winner is going to be chosen by a lottery. In other words, they're basically going to put uh, their names in a bingo wheel and turn it, I guess. Even though the winner has already been decided by one vote. How nutty can these elections get to be down south anyway? You win, but no, you didn't win the Board of Elections in Alabama's Republican Party, of all things, has decided, no, you won by one vote, but we think it would probably be best if we put the winners here into a lottery and then... The lottery will make the decision as to who won. What the hell is going on with the electoral system? You're next on NRI. Go ahead. Dick, three quick ones. Uh, the corporations that are paying for the abortions, yes. where are those nuns that bring the class actions all the time, looking for clean environment and so forth? Why aren't they charging the corporations that own their money, saying, what the hell are you doing with my money? Paying for murder. That's number one. Agreed. Number two. Uh, as far as uh, the birth control group, uh, anti-birth control, mm-hmm. their, their arguments and their move is just as stupid as their slogan. I want to protect their reproductive rights. I don't want to protect their rights to kill what they're reproducing. That's number two. Number three, Joe thinks he's going to get somewhere because he's taking the federal tax off. Imagine, typical car, mid-sized, large, you've got a 20-gallon tank. Five dollars a gallon. So it costs you a hundred bucks to fill up. And Joe says, "Geez, don't worry about it, man. I just took three dollars and eighty cents off it for you. Three dollars and sixty cents off it for you." <laughs> yeah, big deal. <Okay>. <laughs> uh, and one last thing. I don't know if I asked you this one before. Do you know why, uh, why Biden does that whisper thing all the time? What's he do that whisper thing all the time for? Because he's been a sneak most of his life. <laughs> okay? Thank you, Dick. I love it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for the call. Thank you for very sensible. Uh, input to the Upfront program. WNRI, one socket. Yours truly, Dick Bouchard here on the Upfront program for over 20 years, hopefully bringing to you information you had not heard before. Scott McGee from the Stearns McGee team is ready. Whether you're buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market conditions, Scott would love to offer his services to you. He knows the local community, both as an agent and a neighbor, and can help you guide through the nuances of the current real estate market. So let Scott work hard for you. Your real estate experience will be memorable and enjoyable. You can reach him directly at 401-639-2906. Up front, you're Shirley Dick Bouchard right here telling you about the Allstate personal umbrella policy. Pup, so you've got yourself a homeowner's policy. Yep. You, and you've got insurance on your car. Yep. It's right there in the Gulf Compact. Yep. Boat, motorcycle. Yeah, you're all set. Maybe you even have a summer home, a winter chalet. You might even have aircraft. Who knows? But do you have an Allstate personal umbrella policy to protect you should there be a claim against you that's not completely covered by these other policies I just mentioned. That's what a pup is all about from Allstate. You could get sued for over a million dollars following an accident. Your dog bites someone. Someone has an accident around your pool. I could mention a dozen other scenarios. You can imagine them yourself where you could be legally obligated to pay for what exceeds your present coverage. And where's that money coming from? You get the idea. 
you might need that extra protection when you need it most. So why don't you call 401-765-5000, stop in and talk to the Benjamin Allstate Agency about investing in a personal umbrella policy available between $1 to $5 million. The Benjamin Allstate Agency, with two convenient offices, main office across from Dowling Village, North Smithfield, the other office, 72 South Main Street, South Bellingham. Remember, you are in good hands with all states. Scott McGee from the Stearns McGee team is ready. Whether you're buying or selling a home or just curious about the local market conditions, Scott would love to offer his services to you. He knows the local community, both as an agent and a neighbor, and can help you guide through the nuances of the current real estate market. So let Scott work hard for you. Your real estate experience will be memorable and enjoyable. You can reach him directly at 401-639-2906. Seven-day-a-week dining at Grumpy's. Quality dining, casual dining. Remember, we have luncheons Monday through Friday starting at noontime, $5.99 and up. And then Monday through Thursday, our $10 dinner special starting at 4 p.m. You might find baked manicotti on the menu or honey jack chicken or our special oven-baked meatloaf. Monday through Thursday, $10 dinner special starting at 4 at Grumpy's. Or you can select from our regular menu with so many choices. And our kitchen is open on Friday and Saturday night till midnight for your convenience. So, for quality dining, come on into Grumpy's Restaurant, holding our prices during these inflationary times. Pulaski Boulevard, South Bellingham, Massachusetts. Thanks, Raj. Hey, how about trying lunch today at Grumpy's? You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And the panel on Mondays, yours truly, Dick Bouchard, and his callers. You're next on NRI. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Please turn your radio down. Get close to your phone. I'm having trouble hearing you. Okay, I'm close to my phone, Dick. All I can say is thank you for all these factoids that you you dig up for us and uh, make us us stink. And (laughs) also, too, at the same time, I'd like to also thank my my wonderful senator, North Smithfield, Winsocket, uh, Melissa Murray, for being one of the sponsors of our abortion bill. (laughs) <laughs> which my friend calls birthday abortions because they can even kill the child after it is born if 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 once they have a consultation with the doctor and the and and the, and the, and the, and the patient. Gotcha. So, but anyway, and I'll close with something quick. You know, tick tock, tick tock. I hope you like my Glock. Okay. <laughs> have a good one. Kind of noisy in the background there. Did you know the most expensive toll road in America? You know where it is. Well, it's in nearby New York. It's uh, it's the road that takes you up to Whiteface Mountain. It um, works out to $2.20 a mile to use the toll road that's up by Lake Placid in upstate New York. I didn't even know the road existed, but uh, it is the most expensive toll road in America. And as you probably know, nobody is a more terrible fan of toll roads than me. I I make it a point sometimes to drive 20, 30 miles uh, more to avoid a toll road because to me it's triple taxation. Anyway, how would you like to know where the number two most expensive money-grabbing toll road is is located? Well, it uh, happens to be uh, a road that gives you a, a view of Lake George, New York. Cost you $1.69 a mile to use it. <laughs> and like uh, our caller Bob just said, uh, I like to add these interesting factoids to my program. Speaking of factoids, did you hear about the outrageous expenditure that Joe Biden announced at the G7 last week? He pledged and has a plan to build a pill plant in Senegal, Africa, to make hundreds of millions of doses of COVID shots and other pills. He says he and G7 and private partners are all working together on this project that no one is asking for, costing billions. I was also startled to learn that Sleepy Joe is giving $2 billion to 
Angola, Angola, to provide the country with solar panels. Same Sun Africa, Miami company has the job. In all, Biden pledged a mere $200 billion to other countries during the G7 International Summit. I say he should have stayed in Delaware on his bicycle. My source, LibertyDaily.com. By the way, let me get back to the MAGA rally that was held in Illinois. Uh, was it Illinois or Michigan? I thought it was Michigan. Joe Biden is the worst president in the history of our country. Not mincing words, Trump threw his support behind uh, sitting Representative Mary Miller, who has to face another sitting Republican due to some fancy redistricting. So they must primary each other. And by the way, he blasted never-Trumper haters, saying they never get anything done. My source, Liberty Daily. You like Tom Cruise? Well, Tom Cruise's uh, movie, uh, <laughs> I guess they fought to make it non-woke. Top Gun Maverick, it's called, has reached the $1 billion mark. The interesting thing about this, and the reason I put it in the program this morning, is not a single paying customer from China. This is everywhere else in the world except China. They don't want to show this movie in China. American Indian, you know who that is, right? Senator Elizabeth Warren from Massachusetts. She's suggesting that federal lands be where abortions can be where pregnant women can go for abortions if they don't live there. They don't, you know, they are in a place where they, they can't get an abortion. Well, let's open up all federal lands where you can get an abortion and let's make it a federal law. She also has declared the U.S. Supreme Court is now illegitimate. This is Elizabeth Warren. If you live in Massachusetts, she's your senator. She has also issued a call for packing the Supreme Court and eliminating the filibuster. Thank God we have her in the Bay Strait trying to straighten us out, us deplorables, with all her wisdom that she picked up at Harvard. My source, citizenfreepress.com. Does this sound familiar? Think January 6th. It seems pro-abortion rioters attempted to storm the Arizona State Capitol, trying to disrupt the Senate. That was already in session. Doesn't that sound familiar to you? My source, Breitbart.com. Arizona State Capitol. Well, the list has, has, they just have not given up forcing COVID shots on people who don't want them. Now, if you're in the National Guard, for example, you have until this Thursday to either get a COVID shot or else. Now, the or else is a little unknown. Are they going to just fire you from the National Guard? Do you get a, uh, do you lose your benefits? Um, let's say you've, you've got a good rank, you're a sergeant, uh, you're higher, and I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is that 13% of the United States members of the National Guard at this moment in time remain unvaccinated. My source is the dailymail.com. Is this going to affect you or somebody you know, a relative or a friend? Well, you may not have heard this, but Russia appears that it went into financial default last night. It uh, turns out that um, sanctions are being blamed. As Moscow, as of yesterday, failed to meet its Sunday night deadline on interest payments that were originally due May 27. Now, what happens to you if you're doing an interest-only payment on your mortgage, for example, because you can't really afford interest plus principal? What do you think happens to you? Well, don't they repossess your home? Well, Russia had not defaulted on its international debts in more than 100 years. But it turns out that invading your neighboring country is a kind of an expensive thing to do. And it turns out now, Russian bonds are now in what Standard & Poor's and Moody's placed the bonds into what they call junk 
territory. Russia claims, well, they paid their debt June 23rd in rubles. Well, late word just in is that a Russian command post hidden in a school in Donbass was destroyed by missiles launched by the Ukraine army overnight, killing at least 40 Russian soldiers and destroying at least a dozen Russian vehicles. Just in from the DailyMail.com. Now, this one is directed to my brother. He likes to travel. I hate, well, I, I like to travel, but I don't even have a passport. So if I'm going to travel anywhere, it's going to be within the CONUS 48 states. But anyway, would you like to travel to the best city in the world is my question. Well, I said, gee. I know at least one member of my audience, might be my brother, he might be listening. So I bet you he would like this list. The number one best place, best city in the world to travel to turns out to be Kansas City. I'm going to Kansas City, Kansas City, here I come. Wilbert Harrison did that song. Anyway, that kind of took me by surprise. So I said, well, I bet you the audience would want to hear what the other nine cities are in the world that are behind Kansas City. So here's the list. Number two, Vienna, Austria. Number three, Wellington, New Zealand. Whew. Hard place to get to. Number four, Copenhagen, Denmark. Number five, Edinburgh, UK, Scotland. Number six, Victoria, Canada. Number seven, Perth, Australia, number eight, Frankfurt, Germany. I think Larry Poitras has been there. Number nine, Brisbane, Austria, and number 10, Helsinki, Finland. My source for the best cities in the world to travel to, Expedia.com. It seemed they studied 14,500 vacation-minded adults, and those were their answers. My Alternate source for this was citizenfreepress.com. You plan to travel? You think you want to go to Kansas City? Or would you rather go to Narragansett Pier? <laughs> I don't know. By the way, I, I found this kind of interesting. I, I stumbled on this this morning, so I added it to my program. It's a one-sentence, did you know? Did you know Twitter... Twitter bans Donald Trump, but allows tweets on the same website saying it's a good idea to assassinate Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas. It's a hell of a thing, that Twitter, huh? Did you know that former New York mayor, 78-year-old Rudy Giuliani, was assaulted as he exited the men's room at a supermarket in New York? The incident took place when a man from behind slapped Giuliani in the back of the head and swore at him. The former mayor thought he might have been shot. The slap, you know, had a loud report. He was just there supporting his son who's running for office. The attack was by a 39-year-old ShopRite store employee on Staten Island. Of course, it was caught on store video, and the attacker, who claims to be upset with the Supreme Court decision, somehow is blaming Rudy Giuliani, and he was arrested, and he faces assault charges today. CitizenFreePress.com You hadn't heard about the Rudy Giuliani? Of course not! No, all you want to hear about is... Uh, January 6th. Are you concerned about monkeypox? You know, I, I told you about monkeypox. I bet the first place in the world you heard about monkeypox was right here on WNRI. I told you about it just so long as you're not part of the gay and bisexual communities. Folks, you're probably very safe. But there has been a large outbreak of the disease 
following the large gay pride gathering events in Los Angeles. Just so you know, there are now 51 reported cases of monkeypox now reported in California. Back on June the 2nd, there were just three cases in California. My uh, source is the Daily Mail dot com. Did you know there's a giant indoor flea market? And it's right here in Woonsocket on North Main Street. It's right next door to the Butcher Brothers. It's called the Bargain Fair. And the owner is my buddy, George Fontaine, Jr. He invites you to stop in. Check out the bargains he's found for you. And there is something there for everyone at the Bargain Fair. Indoor flea market and the prices are right. Now, here are the hours. Doors open 8 o'clock Saturday and Sunday. So stop in and look around this coming weekend. You will be glad you did. And by the way, parking is free. There is no admission. Well, I think I got time to sneak in one more little story for you. Can you picture this? It's a wooden bullfighting ring in Colombia, South America. And here's what happened. A good portion of it partially collapsed. And the fans somehow wrote it down from the third story to the second story to the first story to the ground. And they ran into the middle of the ring with the bulls. Four people are dead. Two women, a man and a child were killed when the wooden structure fell apart. And the fans ran into the ring where, with the bill, bulls. If you'd like to see pictures of the disaster and the... They're rather vivid. Um, why don't you go to the DailyMail.com. Now, I do want to spend a moment to thank Dr. James Klutzier, who uh, managed to fit me in and has, for some reason, solved the pain in the heel that I have been suffering with since April the 29th. And as a matter of fact, about 24 hours after he uh, treated me on Monday at noontime, uh, the pain was gone, and the pain is still gone. So I'm one happy camper. Thank you, Dr. Jim Cluthier, and thank you, Nurse Lorraine, for arranging things. See you next time on the Upfront program. Bye-bye. One socket.